0: Well, hey, good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year, yeah, Sam. Yeah, 2020. We are in 2020. I think this is our fourth episode together. We're calling this a Kingdom Dialogue, yep. conversation surrender, centered on the supremacy of Jesus, His coming kingdom, and missions globally to disciple all nations. Right. So Ready already have a fun conversation on the secret place, but I wanted to tell you about my my Christmas present. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got So I've always loved to grill. Uh-huh. Um, but I've struggled with the whole fire and the propane. and and so um, I heard about these traeger grills. Yeah. You know about those? I don't do. You? Samuel, the, the he's the grill master. Yeah. So you you referenced my deer, and so uh, I had all this deer meat. I thought, well, <laughs> I need something to grill. But anyways, yeah, when uh, talked to Samuel and got a Trigger grill, lived on it over mm. over Christmas, and wow, that's fun. So at uh, thirty seconds, what is Samuel doing? It's actually pretty fun. Yeah, isn't it?
1: they started. Uh, Deal with Trigger has been his known grill, and it's pellets, right? Yeah, it's and it's smoking and doing yep. stuff, and then they've got some. They've created a griddle, and they've created. some something else on it i can't remember the
0: pizza and and they call it barbecue hack barbecue hack
1: barbecue hack is is the deal so it's a little promo they ought to pay us money yeah right
0: so a little shout out to you sam yeah that's right love love your love your products that's awesome well hey uh we're going to talk on the secret place we've we've been talking about prayer and sonship and this is a theme on it it's been fun the lord's been bringing it up in my own life Mm. and so we're going to talk a little bit so i'm going to give some definitions perfect a little bit your story, and then we'll, we'll get into the word. So, right. so we use terms often, and I think, you say, okay, what do these terms mean? So I'm going to ask you, just go, yep. what is the secret place mm-hmm. when, when we say that? And then also, is that related to the word intimacy? Yes. So how would you define secret place and I want to be intimate with the Lord?
1: Yeah, um, Secret place would be, we'll read the passages here, but talk about a place with the Lord. And the word secret, means that it's not known by others, really, is the deal. I and mean, that's what a secret is. Yes. And then it's a place. Now, I think as we talked before this podcast, there's a, there's a reality that's the outward reality. We'll talk about Sermon on the Mount. And then there's the inward reality yeah. of that. But it really is about intimacy. It's really good for you to connect that word because it's... It's being intimate with the Lord and not with others.
0: So intimate's the relationship. Yes. That's what I'm doing. But the secret place maybe becomes the location. That's what I think. It's the location where the intimacy
1: happened. Now, we're intimate with him when we're walking down the street or at work. We hope to produce that, walk in the spirit. But there's an extra thing when we get alone with the Lord, to get yeah. locked away. Jesus often withdrew to lonely places, yeah. it says in Luke, uh, to be with the Father and to pray.
0: And then one more word. Um, that we, just so we can maybe throw that in, then the word John 15, I'm to abide. Yes. So is that word, okay, As I, I, that's a remaining in that place? Yeah. You know, how do you use that word abide if we throw that in the mix?
1: Abide is gonna be, I would lead with, it means abide in me. That's in the spirit, you know, that we're in him. We have union with him in Christ. So we are abiding, staying, aboding at home in that place. But I think then the secret place becomes a place where I strengthen that, okay, so that I walk in that perpetually.
0: Okay, so let's let's unpack that. So again, I love hearing this story. So you're 11 when you meet Jesus. 10, ten, ten. I'm saved. Uh-huh. You get your King James Bible, yeah, and and relate it to specifically the secret place. What were you learning? There was obviously a grace on your life, but yeah, what did you learn about the secret place? in those years.
1: Yeah. So I started, uh, as I've told I love my Bible by the grace of God, undisciplined guy, uh, lo- social guy. I love to be with people, but I would pull away on a regular basis to just read, 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 and felt, you know, the presence of the Lord, supernatural. Yeah. this is a supernatural book I'm dealing with. And I just loved it in my heart by his grace. And to really read it and be you know focused I would get away if you will yeah. so I'd go away into my bedroom I I told you I I um I felt like I was away so much it was so intense for me. My mom and dad at one point thought about mm-hmm. getting me counseling, you know. Oh wow! But then my brother Tim tells about his testimony that that was a chunk of salt to his soul seeing me in there on my knees reading my Bible and maybe I didn't have my door shut every time, right. obviously. So, but um, I would get away or I'd walk in the woods. We lived out in the in on a farm and I'd walk in the woods and find a place I remember and soak in and I'd pray and I'd read my Bible and so began to draw away with the Lord and that was that secret place dynamic that then kind of grew and mushroomed, if you will, um, into learning about prayer and meditation and intimacy with the Lord. It's become a habit.
0: Yeah, it's become a habit. Was there any... Um, any book or anything that helped you give dialogue on like, specifically The Secret Place?
1: I think what I would read those books by Andrew Murray yes. and E.M. Bounds and those guys. Yeah. I'd love to get those prayer books. They would talk about
0: that. So they would talk about getting this. away
1: with the Lord. And I'm sure I probably heard some sermons on it. Uh, it's a biblical thing. But I remember that, yeah, those books, I'd start to buy prayer books, and they made a high value out of get alone with the Lord, get alone, being alone with him.
0: Yeah, well, let's jump. Okay, let's jump right into the word. Okay. and I'm thinking before we go there, yep. the goal always, if we go to Genesis one, was always that that Adam and Eve or that creation we would have a spirit to spirit connection. Right. 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 That's so right. you see that in the garden, yep. presence is removed.
1: Yes. Well, and, and again, they, he, he would come after the fall. He came in the cool of the he day the cool of the to day. do that again with them. <laughs> But, to have that intimacy to be with them, but yeah, after the fall.
0: Then they have shame yes. and all that. And then they can't go the angel Seraphim or right. whatever's Yeah, the, the two angels with the, the angels. swords
1: keeping them out of the garden now.
0: Yeah, and yeah. so then then we have the whole Old Testament. But specifically it's interesting in Exodus mm-hmm. when they're okay, they come out of the whole the whole story. And they're invited up on a mountain, mm-hmm. and the Lord reveals Himself again. I mean, He wanted intimacy, yes. and He invited the people up, didn't He? He did. And they rejected intimacy. Didn't yeah, they? they did. They did. They really did. Yeah. And they, re- yeah, they rejected
1: as a corporate people. And but even in that story, you can see Moses is kind of called away into the wilderness to he be sure was. De- dealt with, you know, and and then he has an encounter at a burning bush. It seems by himself. Yes. So we really love corporate the corp- corporateness, the togetherness of the body of Christ. We don't downplay that. Yeah. But there's no way to deny that there's a dimension of individuality of right. being with the lord alone and he is the feeding our soul
0: and he's often called away isn't he yes And Moses was. So we see that the Lord's always longing, again, intimacy. He wants a relationship with his sons and daughters, right? He's always working back. Okay, so then we get to David. Yep. And we're going to get to a psalm here. Uh But again, David, I mean, he was locked on this, wasn't he? Yes. I mean, we know from a shepherd boy, Mm -hmm. who knows what was happening? He's looking up at the stars. Right, right. And something about the presence of God gripped his heart, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, he was just a man after God's own heart, right? The book of Acts will say it about him, and
1: it says, uh, Samuel the prophet says it about him. And so that heart after God not only wanted a corporate nature of kingdom manifesting, yeah. but wanted to draw away and be a worshiper
0: of God even alone. Yeah, and I mean, I, we, we won't get off on David's life, but that surely, this yeah. this place and secret place marked the rest of his life. Big time, that's right, that's right. And so let's get to Psalm
1: 91. Yeah,
0: Then Psalm
1: 91 um, here, and in the New King James, we will read it, because it'll have the language here, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So there's a call, it's like the abiding language of John yeah, 15, sure is. Yeah, would you, is he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Um, is going to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And, and all the, the the metaphor there, just presence, being yeah. in his presence and finding. Now, the rest of the psalm was going to be about protection, and it really has some <laughs> dimensions of protection just in life and may relate to the end times, the way it is plagues and things yes. coming, how God watches over. But if the headwaters up at the beginning of it is the, that there's a, there's, a, there's a blessing upon those who dwell in this place, that it is an activity of the heart level uh, hiding in the Lord, if you will. Um, What was it? Um, Moses was hid in the cleft of the rock and the Lord passed by, but his passion, even that moment, was an interchange between him and the Lord of, I want to see your presence. And something, you know, Moses wrote this.
0: Okay, this is Moses. Yeah,
1: there's two, maybe 90 and 91, right? That Moses wrote it.
0: And so, you know, I'm thinking um, that word shadow. What is that? That word shadows, again, is it a, a covering? I'm thinking of what Paul talks about being hidden in Christ. Yes. Isn't that a similar concept here? I, I believe here? it is,
1: yeah. If there's that casting of a shadow, it's not so much about the darkness of it. It's about the, yeah, just the presence of it produces an atmosphere and a culture. So dwell in that and um, abide under the shadow, yeah, of the Almighty. But the, the, there's some interesting language in other places about hiding under his feathers. and yes. You know I mean? Some, but they're all just metaphors, it's not like God. Yeah. It's a bird. It's a. It's metaphors for getting up under nesting, nurturing,
0: yeah. being in his presence. Yep, and then Matthew yeah. six. And Matthew right? six
1: is going to be uh, the same in the dimension of Jesus talking about not yep. displaying our righteousness you got to have the context for that, that he's not just talking about a prayer life. He is, yeah. but he's like a prayer life that's not like the Pharisees who would pray so they'd be seen by men. Yeah. And so he's like, if you do that, you're, you're, you're fueling from the approval of man and man applauding because you're so righteous. And so Jesus swings a sledgehammer at that around giving, fasting, and prayer. And he's like, when you do these things, do them in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will openly reward you. And so, Matthew 6, 6, but you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you shut your door, pray to your Father who's in the secret place. Almost like he's positioned. It's not like he's not anywhere else, but go to him who's in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret Will reward you openly. So he's dealing with really like, I need to, I, and this is a big deal, I think, for believers. Yeah is that sometimes we're walking out our faith and we're getting applause from, we're getting um, affirmation from people about our spirituality, especially the family of God. And that's not bad that we encourage each other in faith. I'm glad you meet with the Lord alone. I'm happy. You know, it doesn't necessarily make me like you more, but it endears me toward that, that you are a lover of God. But he said, there's got to be this disconnect from that for the purity of the thing that you really want me. Not me as your advertising for people to like you, that you want me because that's your heart's desire.
0: Yeah, it really is then becoming the, yeah, I mean, you're saying the desire of our heart that we would long for him. Right. Because
1: it's so easy to get the uh, accolades from the body of Christ about it or to live for the benefits he gives, which he does forgive and heal and redeem and do all these things. But he's like, I really am wanting your heart, your heart that wants me, that loves me with all your heart. I want to bless you. Blessings are going to come, but uh, you could lose the Lord in the midst of the blessings. Yeah,
0: so let's talk just again, the, the dimension between, because certainly, I mean, yeah, in the Old Testament and through this idea of the temple, even though they were hinting at this, you really did have to go to a corporate to meet the Lord's presence. Absolutely. Right? There right. I mean that was how you met the Lord's presence. Right. And so there's something right about that. There is. That where two or three are gathered. I am built for community. We're not a lone ranger, correct? Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. There is something. So just help yeah, how do you get this that I, but yet also you think, but I gotta go to church. To meet the Lord, right, and that's, that's wrong.
1: not also that's right. either. So how do we? So there's like this line, and there's a cliff on each side. Yes. It almost seems like you know there's a monastic cliff. And again, I thank the Lord yes. for all the rich stuff that came out of the monastic efforts, you know, in earlier ancient times, and so what came out even a language and education and spirituality. We love that, but there was a pulling away from the world that that pulled away from corporateness that seemed to be unhealthy. Yeah. Then on the other side, like you say, is some people just only being in meetings with people, it, you know, it energizes, it's my side. I can see this happening and they, and there's a cliff on that side where I never meet with the Lord alone. And so really it's both. The healthy disciple's life meets with the Lord alone and has a rich, developing yes. secret place, but also has a rich, developing public place. Both keep each other centered upon the upon the Lord Jesus. Yeah. I think we're going to talk about the public place yeah. in another podcast, but the secret place is such something that I think we neglect quite a bit in our Western culture. Yeah. This is the one that's most neglected yeah. is the secret place.
0: Yeah, I'll, we'll get there real quick with the Western. I... I I have an analogy when I think of coming to the table. Mm-hmm. And, and to come, I'm bringing food to the table, and we're all sharing in this meal together. Yeah. But I do need to eat alone. And that's so when right. I'm coming with you, I actually have been eating. Here, I, we're all sharing in something. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, but, that's really good. But versus if I'm just only coming for you to feed me. Right. Feed me, feed me more information. Right. I need to eat more. Right. And I don't actually know how to do that on my own. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're talking about, learning to feed. John 6 is such a big um, passage, isn't it? Yes. Learning yeah. to eat Jesus. Jesus, yeah, and learn, eat, eat my flesh, eat drink
1: my, my blood. Yeah, as opposed to just here for healing and for multiplication of bread.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Western culture. Yeah. So not only are we in a, a busy doing culture that's always probably marked America. We are. We have technology. I've got my tablet. This. Yeah, I mean, like, we are in busy. I've got information all the time. Yeah. Coming at me. Right. I just live in it.
1: Mm-hmm. So being secret in yes. a secret lonely place, we could get away in a lonely place and have the whole yes. world with us in that Still, room. Right. The whole world. And so it takes it is a inward reality too, you know, that there's got to be that practice of some stillness and various things. So yeah, Western culture has worked to rob us of the intimate place
0: alone with the Lord. Okay, so let's talk about doing, because this is something now I just need to do. Okay, I'm listening. All right, I need to go do the secret place and be like, it's just another thing I'm going to do. So how do we sit and just kind of walk through what this has been like for you and how you would would you teach a disciple to really start this intimacy and being in the secret place? Yeah,
1: I think it takes a a work of grace mixed with discipline. I think the Holy Spirit wants to... Impassion our hearts more than we want them to, yeah. you know? So the discipline doesn't change me to get alone. The discipline puts me in the position for the grace of God to change hey. me. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Fasting itself, is right. it's, it's, it's the, the deal. grace of God yes. that changes me, but fasting puts me in the vulnerable place for the, cha- for the change. And so, um, so I, with a disciple, I, w- I would challenge them about places that say, be still and know that I'm God. Yeah. To break away from the noise, I don't yeah. have to do much to convince them how noisy our culture yeah. is, not only um, in sound, but inside us and cluttered, you know, with so many options. And so g- usually they agree with that. I'm like, you need to find a place of stillness inside and outside to practice being in the presence of the yeah. Lord so that He can, by His grace and yeah. His spirit, inflame greater passion for Him and greater healing within your heart. And so, um, I, the, why I say the word discipline is it's gonna take some intentionality. Yeah. It's gonna take some intentionality for you to do it. You know, people might get frustrated one, two, three, five times yes. you do it, like, I got distracted. I'm right. like, of
0: course you did. Right, right. But
1: this is worth the fight yeah. to learn how to be still and to be in his presence, because obviously when people get, get yeah. touched by it, it touches deeply what's yep. maybe most human about yep. us, which is to be with our Creator. Yep. I mean, what, what's most human is for the, cre- the yes. creature to be with the creator. Right. And so when we do that, we begin to break the shell off of the things that uh, distract us from our, uh, our personality. Because more than even my mission, I'm called to my God. Yeah, and that's a important thing for those that minister and those who are listening. I hope they can uh, get that straight because it's always been a struggle for me. Because we want to find our identity and our food in the doing, yeah, instead of in the being with Him. And it's not either or, but definitely ones before the other.
0: Yeah, so what do you do with the mind? We both have very active minds. Right. So what do you do when you're there? And then the mind is running. I'm thinking of everything I got to do. Is there some practical things you do? Yeah. Because it is a being still and slowing down the mind. So I'll write things down. Okay. I'll just sit down and, yeah, I'll just, okay, 10 things. And, and it's almost like a way I can just, okay, i paid attention to that. Yep. But now I don't have to think about it. But there are real times my mind, mm. it just still rustles. And yep. so I'm learning this, but what have you done for your own mind
1: yeah, well, it's a radical focus on the scripture. If I'm reading a scripture or a story, and meditation is where this comes yes. in, of finding the word and not just reading it for information, yeah. but getting myself engaged in it at an emotional visual level. Yes. So watching a miracle of Jesus or seeing him encounter someone or a passage where Moses or David in Goliath, you know, when I lock myself in on that story and the words that are being said, that has a power to capture me, to get bring me into focus to shut down other voices yeah. as I lock in on another narrative that's happening, because he did make us to only really think of one thing at a time. Yeah. <laughs> He's thinking of a billion things yeah. at one time. That's unbelievable, you know, but we we can think of one thing. Now, we'll move rapidly between all those things, but if I can anchor, I think that's a good word for okay. it, if I'll anchor my attention and my Inward gaze and focus upon a scriptural theme or a Bible verse, yeah. that's powerful. Now, the Lord's given me, since I practice this so much, that I'm able to sometimes just sit still Meditating on my union with him.
0: Yeah. And that's different than, than being in the word, right? Little
1: bit. Yeah. It's actually a word reality. Yes. But I one of the thing I'll try to say to guys is I think being still is I want you not just to become a blank. I mean, Buddhists Buddhists do meditation. Yeah. They're trying to empty their mind of everything. I'm not trying to empty. No, their we're not mind trying to everything. empty, are we? No, 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 no. I'm full and I'm focusing on the reality. If it says that the Holy Spirit's in me, I'm yeah. one with him, that's an unbelievable reality. Yeah. So I often am that's where I begin. Is focusing on the inward union I have with the Holy yeah. Spirit, the inward dwelling of the Spirit within me, that I'm a temple, a tabernacle, and so I'm focused in on that. And um, and my mind will wonder, has wondered before, but I'll lock back in on that. My faith rising, my focus clearly yeah. on Him, and my heart just listening.
0: Yeah. So, and so you said your imagination sometimes is is sanctified. I mean, you'll get a picture, but you'll just kind of focus and be led by the Lord. We've used the word sonship Mm -hmm. in previous podcasts, but there is just being with the Lord, isn't
1: there? There is. And again, it's all biblically informed, meaning I'm doing biblical and biblical themes. And so then I'm focused in on him and doing that. I'd say another thing too, and it's powerful, is the power of the tongue and speaking. I can't, I'm speaking to you right now and focused on that and to the podcast. I can't, my mind right now, I can feel it has to lock in on what I'm talking about. I can't talk to you and be thinking something else. Right Now you could be talking to me and I'm thinking about something. Else, yeah, but God's designed it. So I would say this: singing confession okay. of the word, saying it. If I'm in real distractedness, reading the Bible, just out loud. reading it out loud, even when I'm alone. When I'm alone, okay. saying it out loud, confessing it, saying it is unbelievably powerful because my mind, all of a sudden, I put a harness. It's interesting. I put a harness on my mind and because it has to go with a tongue. And I love that because the tongue is the rudder, right? Yes. It's a biblical deal. And my ship, the ship of my mind and emotions have to go where my tongue goes. And I, again, I think this is something unutilized in the body of that Christ. That is interesting. That's why outward hmm. prayer is so powerful to speak. I've had some times where I felt the Lord, I was praying inside my heart, and I think he hears that. But I've... Felt a tap, like, I need you to pray out loud.
0: Huh. Well, alone again.
1: Yeah, I was alone. And I felt the spirit whisper, pray out loud for ex- more folk. Now, I don't know why all that is and what it was. I'm just obeying simply like a yeah. child. And so I did it. But it was there was a measure of increased blessing, if you will, in that. So yeah. you don't always have to do that. You can pray from your heart. Yeah. But uh, I would just uh, offer that to people that are maybe really distracting with their minds wondering, get your tongue moving yeah. with the word.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry if I share a little testimony. Please. Because you've been a part of this journey. Okay, so 2012, 2013, where the presence of God filled me. And if I go back and look at journals, like this was, I mean, right away, I wrote about the secret place. I longed for it. Mm. But I I was such a a distracted mind and and did not know this. So what I knew is I could go to conferences (laughs) to meet with the presence of God, and it would come, it would come. And then after about a year and a half, I just, yeah, it was like really dry at times. And I had a, a picture. And it was like, I had gone to these public places and there was I was getting under a shower of somebody else. Yeah. And then um, the Lord's like, yeah, that doesn't work anymore. He's like, and it, the picture was my heart. And he's like, we're gonna drill down and find oil there. Oh, wow. And it was this idea of presence yeah. that we carry the secret place. But I've really, I don't know if I fully ignored that, but it's just, I'm just being honest. It's been really hard. Um, and so I remember a year ago, I finally was like, okay, Lord, that verse, Song of Psalms 2 talks about come away. Yes. And so I did it. I remember I, I, my parents have a cab, and I would start doing it. You know what, what showed up at the beginning? What? Fear. <gasps> really? Yeah. Hmm. I couldn't stand being out in the country. Wow. I was scared scared to be alone. It was hmm. very interesting. I had to process through that. Wow. Now I love it. And it's been a whole year I've been practicing this. Hmm. Sam not Maybe, again, more than that. Yeah. But you know what I noticed a couple of times. So I'm still really practicing at home a lot. But there's been some times where we've been at Equip mm-hmm. Saturday night or different times, and all of a sudden, I, I mean, it's, I can't explain it. It's this this presence comes and it comes so deep, and I'm almost like, yeah, I don't need to be here anymore, you know, and I almost something. want to leave you know, the public. And so I, I just feel like the Lord's touching me in that place, and that the thing I've looked for in public meetings. I'm gonna find a loan. Wow,
1: wow, that seems healthy. I think so. No, he didn't draw you. You stayed with the I community. I stayed with the community,
0: but I just sat with the Lord, journaled, could hear His voice. That's powerful. And so I just realized, yeah, like I've got to, I've got to get away from the world a little mm. bit more, the distractions. That's and I really think that's, good. I think there's a lot of people. If you're out listening, I would just encourage you, yeah, turn your phone off. And practices take 15, 20 minutes Mm -hmm. to spend time with the Lord. The Lord's longing to meet us there, isn't he?
1: Yes. And that's why I'd ask you, you, so your desire for, or level of desire for conferences or desperateness for that, is that different?
0: I mean, I don't even desire it at all anymore. And that's unique for me. Wow. Right? But I I just realized, like, the thing I'm looking for there is temporary. It's just, I mean, it could be an emotional feeling. Obviously, God's presence is that. Right. I, but it's almost like, yeah, what I was looking for isn't there. That's really, I think that's really sounds healthy because then suddenly in the corporate
1: gathering, you don't yeah. have to just be the getter, right? You can be a giver. I'm yeah. already satisfied. I come in full. Yeah. I come in full and now I can give as he leads me.
0: Yeah. It's been a journey. So one last that's thing great. I remember you told me. And um, so we were talking about this. Um, we've been doing this for years and you said you gave me an assignment you said, I want to practice the secret place. this abiding life. I want you to do it alone, which yeah, is right. easy. And then you said, do it when you're in a conversation. Yes. And then for me, I I, I don't watch sports as much now, but I would watch the case. I need you to do it watching the Chiefs. Yep. So how would you disciple somebody? Yeah, whether it's sports, but mm-hmm. what 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 did you mean by that in those three places? That, um,
1: that I love that we get away secret and we can learn to uh, increase our, and our, this word on our consciousness. Yeah our awareness of the presence of God while we're still in yeah. a body, breathing and heart beating. Yeah. I think practicing multi-consciousness, if you will. Yeah. So, you know, that I am in a body and I am so I'm in the spirit. Yeah. I don't turn one off turn yeah. that I can multitask, if you will. And so that's what I wanted yeah. you to learn is, yeah, do it alone, but we'll know that that's really developing, maturing if you can do it all day yeah. long.
0: Yeah. All day long. So that's what you were hinting at. Yeah. Right. Why don't you pray for us? Okay. Just pray for disciples listening and yes. just that we would be, yeah, new zero. Zeal to be alone in this secret place. Amen.
1: So Father, thank you in the name of Jesus for the gift that is you. We thank you, as you said to Abraham in Genesis 15, you, that you are his very great reward. And so I pray for everyone watching. I pray for grace to step into the secret place, to come in away from the public, away from the noise. Um, even when they're in the quiet place, that they would become quiet on the inside. I pray for grace to do Psalms 4610, to be still and know that you are God. and uh, Lord develop and strengthen their muscles of being alone may you be the treasure may you be the guide not just a spiritual discipline we love that but that's not the goal that that sets us up for the goal which is you transform our hearts so that we love you with all of our heart mind soul and strength God bless um, all that are watching in the Word of God in prayer in presence bless them in the secret place um, in 2020 in Jesus name
0: Amen. yeah this I'm reading um, um, Andrew Murray Mm -hmm. abide Let me finish, end with this quote. He says, who would, after seeking the king's palace, be content to stand in the door when he's invited in to dwell in the king's presence and share with him in all the glory of his royal life? Oh, let us enter in and abide and enjoy to full all the rich supply his wondrous love hath prepared for us. And yet, I fear that there are many who have indeed come to Jesus and you have yet mournfully to confess that they know but little this blessed abiding in Him. That's really good. So just,
1: yeah. I would just say an encouragement to everybody too that when they, if they don't feel this. Yep. You know, um, we didn't feel it at times. Right. Our joy in it increased as we gave ourselves to it. And so I just want to say, you don't have to wait for the emotional feeling. Oh, I love to get along with God. Act by your will, by faith, knowing there's a great treasure, even if your emotion and mind are not caught up, and He will cause your heart. It says, taste and see that the Lord Lord is is good." good.
0: Amen. All right, blessings.